The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. up everybody welcome to the ectoplasm show my name is josh hurd and joining me is my good pal partner in crime mr jason koopsik what the fuck is happening so you can't see it right now and i I know that the listeners can't see it right now but our followers on twitch may notice something different in the background and what is that i moved into my pink office for the winter all right does that mean does that mean that what? you're on like the really fast internet right now? Yeah, I am. Nice. Very nice. Um, but yeah, I have a heater in that back room where I have the studio. Yeah. But it's one I have to <clears throat> excuse me, have to turn on and off whenever I'm in there. And it's really old. I don't want to leave it running. Yeah, because you don't want to <laughs> I don't like... want to leave the equipment in the cold, so I just brought it inside. That's me. smart thinking, buddy. So my office is pink. Um the yep. walls are pink. It's hot. I though. just never, never painted it when I moved in three years ago. That's hot. So you need to it's keep ectoplasm it color. So yeah, it's perfect then. See, you're fine. <laughs> you are fine. So what the fuck's new, man? Oh, oh, this and that. Got a doctor's appointment on Monday. Hey, hey all right for your back, but right? It's not necessarily no. Um, so the first opportunity I could get in to see... So the doctor I went to before is not on my new insurance. Oh, fuck me. One thing. All right. The first the first opportunity I could get in to any spine care specialist that's on my insurance is yeah. February. That's the first appointment they have available. So I thought if I got a new primary care physician, they may be able to get me to somebody faster. Yeah. Smart thinking. So I have that appointment on Monday. So maybe they'll at least give me some meds. So I may be medicated for the next, you know, a couple episodes after Monday. Oh my goodness! My what's up with you? Goodness, <sighs> people, people, people are pissing me off. On to the good stuff, though. Here, here's some good fucking news, okay? And I can finally fucking officially talk about this now, okay? Malvern Manor, the building that I fucking own, mm-hmm. is officially, I can announce this, it's going to be on Paranormal Lockdown Season 2 with Nick Groff and Katrina Wademan, okay? I can officially fucking say it. So, the cat is... it worth is, watching? It, uh, I, I don't know well, if it's going to be worth watching because I don't know what don't happens. Know. I don't know what happens in it. Uh, I haven't seen the episode. Won't I've never be able to see it. lockdown. It's, it's actually not bad. Um, so yeah, crazy, 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 crazy stuff. So I'm going to read a toast here. Let's do it. Let's just, uh. Show the Twitch users. I'm just going to open to a random page here. Yeah. And read. 
this one right here. <clears throat> His tongue dropped manna and could make the worst of the worst appear the better reason a bumper to him. I was like I like that first line, but I don't know what the rest of it means. His tongue dropped manna. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. <laughs> so cheers. I'm drinking your favorite beer. What are you drinking? You bastard. I'll be coming up in less than two weeks. I could bring you some. Two weeks? Yeah, I'll be at Malvern Manor the That's first right. weekend of December. That's right. You will. God, I keep fucking forgetting that it's like already the end of... Like, God, November's like come and gone. Yeah, yeah so I'm drinking uh, the Franklin Road Coffee Porter by Big Rip. Nice. Nice, nice. And we do have some texts this week. You got some texts? Yeah, let's see here. I want to hear it. Mm-hmm-hmm. Let's see, John or Shaggy says, dude, Josh should have kept his My Buddy doll. He could have turned it into a Parabuddy like John did. <laughs> the Parabuddy. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Shaggy also said, he said, wow, dude, the story of your investigation at the jailhouse sounds awesome. What an experience. The story Josh told about the recording be, recorder being shut off at Malvern Manor, just simply amazing. That's pretty weird shit. Says that is sick and horrifying if it's true that they would sacrifice a four-year-old child to find a cell phone. I yeah. do believe it's time to open up the largest can of whoop-ass ever. <laughs> Very nice. He mentions that I might have picked up an attachment. I haven't seen the shadows the last couple of days. You have not been seeing them? No, I haven't. Maybe they're uh maybe they're on to us. Maybe they know says, that we uh, know. we're definitely all on lists together. Oh, we fuck. Hold hands. Yeah. He didn't say it that way, but <laughs> we should get T shirts made, man. Like everybody has T shirts, right? So the Yeah. <laughs> the story I told about the guy that um uh, the military was following him from town to town. Yes. He reminded me of it. He reminded me of the details of it. So if people have heard that episode, the guy, the guy's buddy stole something from the base and tried to give it to him at a party, but he didn't accept it, but they thought that he did. So that's why they were after him. He never actually had anything. Oh, Okay. Uh, says, uh, hey, sir, quick questions. Did did Josh put a brush with Evil 1 and 2 on DVD, or is it download only? Uh, download and stream only. Says he's listening to you on Paracave Radio with Matt. He might talk about it. I didn't even think about it till just now. I said, I talked to Matt today for over an hour, and he's got me booked for the show on December 12th. Nice. He says it'll be his first ever live radio interview, and we were his first ever actual radio interview, or actual interview. Very cool. And Miranda says, 
so since I had a doctor's appointment, I'm just listening to the episode from Friday. And dude, tell Josh I totally have my pet monster. It's in a box back in California at my mom's Get house. Get the fuck out of here. That is amazing. She could make <clears> some <throat> serious cash off that, man. Maybe from you. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> And before we get into the news, I do want to mention again that we are now on Pod Bros Podcast Network. Go check them out at podbros.com. Yeah, yeah. Check out the other shows and tell them that we said hi. Say what up. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, just a second. That, um, let's see, one of them welcomed us. Let me pull it up real quick like here. They welcomed us, you say? Yeah, Language of Bromance is one of the podcasts, and he said, welcome to the podcast network, ready for some paranormal discussions. All right. So, yeah, that's all the the shout-outs we got. That's hot, though. That's a lot. Yeah. Let me see. UK teen wins cryogenic court battle. <laughs> Have you seen this? No. no let's go for it. Let's Why do is it. it. So funny? No, I've got some fucked up stories too, man. Like, let's okay. just dive right in. Let's well, this do one's it. not that fucked up, actually. Okay. All right. Um, a, a terminally ill teenager in England prevailed in a landmark court case that allowed her to be cryogenically frozen Shit. in the hopes of being revived in the future. The fate of the unnamed team, teen had been caught in the middle of a contagious legal or contentious legal battle between her divorced parents. While the girl's mother supported her daughter's wish to be cryogenically preserved, her father expressed deep reservations about the plan. Aside from the cost, he argued that if the cryogenic treatment worked, his daughter would be ill-equipped for a world in the distant future, <clears throat> especially since she would be only 14 years old. Yeah. Nonetheless, acting on the girl's, the young girl's personal request and noting the estranged relationship between she and her father, a judge ruled in favor of allowing the cryogenic plan to proceed. News of the verdict, which was rendered in October, only came to light this week as the girl sadly passed away shortly after receiving the news. Damn, man. In keeping with her final wishes, her body has been sent to the United States, where it will be frozen until some time when doctors in the distant future believe they can revive her. Damn. Did you ever do anything like that? Would I freeze myself? Is that what you're well, asking? I mean, if you, yeah, you you would be dead. I mean, you could do it while you're <clears throat> alive. Yeah, I just uh, I'm gonna say no on that. I'm gonna no. Go, yeah, fuck it. No, no, just don't really want to. Don't really want to. I figure if I'm dead and gone, I'm I mean, I'm just dead and gone. You know what I mean? Let me go. You don't want to live very long anyways, nah, right? just fuck it. No, I'm done, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. I've had a good run. You think that there's anything left after you die? Yeah, I, I'm <clears throat> pretty fucking certain of it, actually. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could be stuck in, like, an <clears throat> attic somewhere for eternity. You know, but at least I would know what happens. 
you know, what's interesting about this is <clears throat> if her body is dead yeah, and our souls do stick around, she can have the next hundred years to just play around knowing that maybe in the future she can actually go back to her body. Oh, the, the stories and tales she could tell. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think I would try it. Would you give it a shot? Yeah, why not? People can come visit my body and look at me all frozen like Mr. Freeze. Naked, right? <laughs> well, you know, who, who says they have to be naked? I'm saying it right now. It's your, it's your fantasy it right world, now. I guess. I'm pretty much certain that you would have to be all sorts of naked, right? You're cryogenically why? frozen, man. Like any so any your, piece, your clothes look, would just freeze on yeah, you. Yeah, your clothes would freeze on you. However, that would become somewhat of a hazard, would it not? I don't know. I think so. I mean, who's to say? I, I'm so saying it right it, now. Maybe you could be wrapped in paper, <laughs> and the paper would be fine. Uh, oh, it's possible. We could just put you in a burlap sack or something, buddy. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. I promise. Your internet, yeah. Your internet sucks, by the way. You're breaking out, too. Like, it's fucking ridiculous over here. I don't know what's going on. I have no I fucking have idea. Yeah, I think I do also. Does that help? I mean, we'll just have to see. Yeah, I got it figured out, though. I know why I have an internet problem. Because you live in Iowa. Middle no, of Iowa. actually, to tell you the God honest truth, like, now... My my actual internet speeds are uh, very comparable to uh, uh, others in like uh, the east and west coast and all over the damn place. Right now, what it is though is I'm on the wrong Wi-Fi. Apparently, I didn't check this before we uh, started this broadcast. Oh come on, this is supposed to be a professional podcast. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I am uh yeah I'm not on the right Wi-Fi. That's all right. It's all right. So check this out. Um, obviously, you know, I where I'm at right here in uh, the southwest corner of Iowa, I'm about 90 minutes away from the city of Lincoln, Nebraska, where the University of Nebraska is. And uh, Nebraska, let's see here. One of Nebraska's balloons came down and settled on the 27-yard line. So what happened was it was a senior day celebration against Maryland. I believe this was just like last week or two weeks ago or some shit like that. But anyway, as the article reads, I'm just going to read it. It says, Today is senior day at Nebraska. It's an especially emotional day, especially considering the fact that former Nebraska punter Sam Foltz, who would have been a senior this year, so this would have been his senior day, passed away in a uh, tragic car accident uh, over the summer. Fultz wore number 27 for the Cornhuskers. And during today's celebration, one of the uh, the the uh, program's famed balloons, you know, they release all these balloons. Well, one of the balloons, only one, trickled its little happy balloon ass all the way down to the field and landed directly on the 27-yard line. People lost their shit. Crazy stuff. Very, very cool. Most likely, 100% coincidental. 
Yeah, that's would be my guess. I mean, it's great but, that they could see something. But in it, it is and it makes very, very cool good, that they can so. do that. Exactly, it's very cool, um, especially that it happened uh, the day that it happened. You know what I mean? On Senior Day, uh, and landed right on the twenty-seven yard line for number twenty-seven. Pretty cool. Pretty cool shit. So, what else do I got here? Oh, let me just real quick. Let me throw this story out there. Okay. Fuck me. Okay? Okay, no. <laughs> People are fucking ridiculous, and I'll tell you why. Hoax of the century? Oh, yeah? NASA's Curiosity Rovers. Have they so, been filming on Earth this entire time? I uh, Have you I want to hear shit? the story. I want to hear the story, okay, but okay. we're only 16 years into this 100 years worth of century. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, this may be hoax. Of, they should put on the end hoax of the century so thus far. far. Thus far, yeah, because yep. well, yep. thus far sounds better, I guess. But yeah, yeah, but no, you're um, absolutely right. It's only <laughs> it's like like in 2002. I remember da, da, da. during the winter, the news was like, "This is the storm of the century." I'm like, no shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it does say here. Our neighbor's celestial body, the red planet Mars, is considered one of the most important scientific subjects of our modern age. There have been some fascinating findings during the rover droid's journey across Mars's uh, desert-like surface. We know now that Mars has liquid water, which could hint uh, that life forms can exist on the planet. Given the right conditions, perhaps with the use of terraforming we can someday have a human colony on planet mars or perhaps we're being manipulated to think the mars mission is real and that this is all a big conspiracy just like the theory about the hoaxed moon landing a lot of people believe uh, that the surface of mars we see in a lot of these pictures that are being released is actually here on the planet Earth, and that the exploration exploration rovers are actually filming landscapes and rocks encountered on Devon Island. Now, Devon Island is also it's known to be a test site uh, for NASA's uh, robotic rovers, coincidentally. So I'll be posting that on the page. There's a video that uh, goes with it. Interesting shit. <clears throat> very so, interesting i had to get that off my chest i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry oh i don't know it's hard to say i mean we still don't know if we actually went to the moon because we can't yeah. possibly know that unless i build a rocket in my backyard and fly up there myself. and go up there and find that motherfucking american flag right <laughs> well it's not an american flag anymore what, what what do you mean it's white it's just white now yeah we surrendered to the aliens you didn't know that i didn't get the memo I no, the radiation, it. the radiation from the sun. Yeah, I think it's the radiation. It's something that the sun puts out. Huh? Kills the color. So it's been white for quite a while. It was American flag, and it was starch, so it would stand up like that because, of course, there's no wind. Sure. But the radiation from the sun removed the color, so it's completely white now. I'll be damned. You learn stuff every day I, now. Fuck, know. I guess, man. That's amazing, though. <laughs> I didn't realize. So we should go up there and look for the white flag. Well, that's what uh, it makes it even harder to find. Road trip. <laughs> it makes it even harder to find. Are you bringing your video back? I did it. I'm just going to see if it works. Okay. 
I'm yeah, just, I'm just on curious. Prophet087 on Twitch was asking about it, said you need to get your shit together. What up, dog? I know who, who that is. Who is that? I know who that is. Yeah, he said he's from your area. But shit, man, he's more or from he's your, through he's, your area. Yeah, he's more from your area. You met him. You know who he is. Yeah, I don't know Prophet Zero, though. No, I'm it keeping doesn't, you It doesn't say anything to me. Anyways. <laughs> it's our buddy Tyson, man. Oh, okay. Hales, yo, yo. What's up, dude? Oh, my goodness. Canadian airliner narrowly, narrowly avoids UFO. Ooh. This comes from Ooh. coast to coast. Uh, a small passenger plane flying towards Toronto on Tuesday had to suddenly change course when faced off with a UFO directly in its path. The Porter Airlines flight carrying 58 people detected the mysterious object on radar as it approached an airport in Toronto for landing. With the UFO obstructing their course, the pilots were forced to quickly steer the plane into a sharp sharp dive. The evasive Damn. maneuver was so unexpected and tumultuous that it actually left two crew members injured and no doubt several passengers extremely rattled. Fortunately, the flight was able to continue onward from there without any further incident. Regarding the nature of the UFO, the initial possible explanations of a drone or hot air balloon have met with skepticism by aviation experts. They point to the fact that the incident occurred at 9,000 feet as it indicated that the mysterious object could not have been a UAV. It could have been a government one, I guess. Yeah. Um, but they didn't actually see it. It was just radar indicated. So, so they, it was picked yeah. up on the radar. However, it wasn't able to be seen. That's what you're saying. Yeah. It says, hopefully, in this instance, the anomalous object will have a prosaic answer since it might otherwise mean that ETs are living up to their pre-election claims and are actually moving to Canada. Fuck me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What a country. What a world. Dude, Japan got the fuck knocked out of them today. Yeah, did the... Wow. um, Tsunami actually come in. I never saw. A I don't even know. As tsunami. far as, as far as I know, it did. I don't know, man. I heard like a shitastic fucking earthquake, though, like a seven point four or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it it's was all over a few Facebook. miles off the coast. Yeah. by Fukushima. Yeah, and uh, it's probably not good. You know that? Um, not good they at were all. Saying for like the last year or so. That if another one hits up there, it will probably release so much radiation that the actual entire island of Japan will have to be evacuated. I got to tell you, that's a damn shame, too. Like, I spent a week in Japan. Uh, fucking beautiful, man. Absolutely beautiful. I've never been to a place that was so clean. I will say that. Like, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So... It just sucks. What the fuck? Can you still hear What's me? Up? Can you still hear me? Yeah, let's. Um, so we're going to try something different this week. Yeah. We are going to do a mid roll of a few of our sponsors. We'll take a break and be right back. So here, let me just. No, watch. I can do this. I think I can do this. Can't I? Fuck, I don't know. 
We're going to try it. You could do what? I'm going to try this. Okay. Now you can't do it while you're recording. Yeah, we'll just. So, all right. We will be right back, though. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Yeah. All right, and there's a big, uh, big thank you to our sponsors right there. Thank you very much, uh, Paranormal Warehouse, Stereo Fifty One. Thank you guys very much for your uh, love and support. We appreciate the hell out of it. Yeah, go go check out Hysteria Fifty One. They are trading spot uh, advertising spots with us, so yeah. you should be able to hear our promo on their show soon. Yeah, as soon as we record the cocksucker, right? <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be good. Uh, all I heard right there was ah, <laughs> uh, you dirty uh, fuck! Uh, you didn't even hear me say it. No, God, like everything is. Wonder, I don't get it at all. <laughs> it's going to be on the recording either way, so that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's... crystal fucking clear over here. <laughs> Everything is. This mm. horse shit. So I would also like to thank my client from over the weekend that I investigated with sent all of us home with bottles of homemade moonshine, apple pie moonshine, oh. and I got two big bottles and... Yeah, this is good stuff. Goodness, oh. apple pie. Mm-hmm. That see that it's is more like apple best. cider. Oh, to yeah. me, it tastes it's like so apple good, cider though. moonshine. It is so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So let's see. Exorcism school opens in Argentina for non priests. Ooh. So I've heard lot. I've had lots of people talk about it to me in the past and people have mentioned trying to go to the Vatican and stuff like that but now you could become an exorcist without joining the church yeah this comes from Mysterious Universe it says I'll just read the article have you have your heart set on getting a wrestling scholarship but no schools offer you one 
Do you think you can use your skills to wrestle demons instead? <laughs> a new school in Argentina yes. may be for you. Yes. That's just I, I should do ads for them. You should. Did you ever wish you could perform an exorcism <laughs> but didn't want to have to become a priest first? <laughs> if you can Every afford- day of my life <laughs> takes it. Oh my god. Let me ask you this, Josh. Please, please let me wrestle with demons. Doesn't that sound like a fucking great Forty-seven dollars a month for oh. three years. Oh, that's cheap. The school in Buenos Aires may be the solution for you. I think it'd be getting to Buenos Aires <laughs> would be the most expensive part of that venture. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, the probably. school, a Good Shepherd Church, only offers one course. Parapsychology, Angelology, and Demonology is the name of this one course. Can I? Uh, what? I'm just going to call horse shit. Well, let me just read it and then we'll talk about it. Okay. It's taught by Manuel Acuna, a Lutheran bishop who claims he has performed over 1,200 exorcisms. Yes, he knows exorcisms are thought to be performed only by Catholic priests, but Protestants get possessed by demons too, he says. <laughs> I have been all called right. all kinds of names, but I didn't choose to be an exorcist. It's a calling from God. Okay. Bishop Acuna says he got his got the calling in 2001 during a church service when a teenage girl in the congregation started thrashing about and speaking in tongues. On that day, with my first exorcism, I introduced myself to the devil. Since he's self-taught and a seasoned veteran, Bishop Acuna feels uh, that qualifies him to teach exorcism to others. And in the tradition of Martin Luther, he defies the Catholic Church requirement of exorcists being priests by training lay people to become exorcism consultants. I see. It says, what do these exorcism trainees get for their $47 per month? That's a total of $1,692 over the three years. They study the devil's character and how he works. The exorcism consultant will be able to determine where their is a case of demonic presence, possession, oppression, obsession, or a curse. The monthly classes are held at the church and are said to be packed with hundreds of exorcist wannabes. The bishop is doing quite well and authors other Lutheran churches in the area whose pastors believe it's wrong to charge lay people for a class on exorcism that many of them don't believe can be taught Anyways, oh, he offends, not off, off, offers. Okay. Uh, some attendees, maybe they're just for the live exorcisms, which appear to be a part of at least some of the classes. There are reports of screaming people and one woman who spewed blood, which the bishops claimed was a sign that she had made a pact with the devil sealed with animal blood. Damn. There's not much information on the parapsychology and angelology parts of the course. If there's no screaming or blood spitting, those classes are probably lightly attended. Jesus Christ. While the Vatican teaches exorcism classes in Rome that are open to psychologists, theologians, and lawyers, 
I didn't know that. Why are lawyers allowed in there? Couldn't tell you. That's weird. Well, maybe it's not, not that bad of an idea. They're not to exorcists. Oh, so you can go and learn about it, but you cannot become but an exorcist. But you can't become an exorcist. Okay. See, maybe it's not a bad idea to have the lawyers in there, especially since the whole, like, uh, Emily Rose fuckery. Did you ever see that movie, uh, The Exorcism no. of Emily Rose? I mean, the majority of that film is in a courtroom. The the, the uh, exorcist, the priest oh, yeah, himself, is on trial. It. I have seen it. It's been a long time. Yeah. Maybe it's not a bad idea. Maybe it's the uh, sign of the times there, peeps. All so you what do you think of that? What do you there. think of that there? I don't know. I wouldn't pay it. No? It's only 50 bucks. Yeah, I know. It's only 50 bucks. It doesn't say in there if you have to do the entire three years or, like, what if you... So, I'm trying to figure out... Like, here's the bottom line. I'll tell you this right now, okay? It's interesting as hell, all right? It's absolutely interesting as hell. I don't want to be an exorcist. I don't want really anything to do with that dark nasty shit i've had my fair share don't really fucking care for it anymore you know what i'm saying yeah I'm like no plus you're gonna bend me over and take 50 bucks yeah. a month come on <laughs> so it, it doesn't make sense to me how so if it takes three years and it's only one teacher it's unless he same does guy. multiple classes how can you can't are you able to start halfway through, or if you miss out, or you have to wait three years to start when it starts over again? Oh, yeah. This doesn't make sense to me, but it probably... He's like, oh, we'll catch you up. Matter. We'll maybe catch you up. Don't worry about just it. Like, um, maybe it's all just like, it has to be pounded into your head for three years, and maybe. then you get, you get it. Maybe the three year, maybe the classes are repetitive. They're always the same thing, but it takes that long to really get it. <laughs> so, okay. We're going to start over Who now, knows? class. <laughs> We're going to start over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fun shit, my friend. Maybe um, tithing dropped off or the donations dropped off, and he just saw it as a way to fund his church. Could be. I don't know. Definitely could be. Fucking people. You got any other stories? They always got their fucking hands out. Yeah, I do. I got another one here. Let me see what I got. Let me see what I got You're over here. pretty cynical, Josh. I'm a little bitch. Oh, so here. This is this is a good shit right here. Advanced. Right, the Advanced Argus 2 Bionic Eye is now coming, and it will make us, quote, superhuman. Are you ready for this? It's estimated that 285 million people across the world spend every day coping with some form of visual impairment. Uh, There are a wide variety of treatments already on the market to uh, treat mild visual impairments, but as of yet, no one has come up with the complete solution to cure total visual impairment or blindness. However, hope is on the horizon. And uh, an invention straight out of science fiction the bionic eye. Now, it doesn't really, like after I've read the article, it really doesn't seem like it's doing that much for us. And I'll, I'll get into it here. Um, bionic eyes. Sorry, you're breaking up again. Motherfucker. Just a second. 
You know, I'm just when, like you so were saying it was playing it really slowly what you were saying and then like the last second was you saying something really fast. <sighs> so, but I kind of got the gif or the gif or the whatever gist? of it, gist of it. So, so you're you're yeah. hoping that it'll add all kinds of features to your eye. Right, but what I'm reading Whereas here really this probably just does is make it so you can see. Yeah, but what I'm reading here is is it's not that impressive. So it says bionic eyes, also referred to as retinal prosthesis systems, bridge the gap between the light and enters the eye at the optic nerve, which then translate and communicate images to the brain. Um, there's currently a bionic eye on the market already in the U.S. FDA-approved device is called Argus 2, and it's manufactured by a company called Second Sight. It uses a camera integrated into a pair of ordinary eyeglasses in conjunction with an implant that's on the surface of the eye that connects to the optic nerve. People who have used Argus 2 have said that they are capable of viewing shadows and outlines of figures while using the device. So you're not getting the full thing here. You're seeing outlines. You're seeing shadows. You're not going to trip over anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. It says, with these stunning inventions in the process of development, tech experts are already wondering where all of this could lead. It's been speculated that the new technology could allow human beings to develop bionic eyes that allow them to view the entire electromagnetic spectrum, including radio waves, gamma waves, and theoretically, this kind of technology would allow humans to see heat, identify different gases on site, and potentially even develop X-ray vision. So, um, if anybody blasts ass and you're wondering who dealt the fart, you might be able to tell. You might be able to tell that information now, guys. Good news. Um, It says, potential implications for this kind of technology are huge. Use of a high-tech bionic eye could lead to scientists being able to study microbes without cumbersome equipment. And could even allow soldiers, excuse me, in war zones to view mines and other potential dangers on site without exhaustive searches. Could even make the long queues at airports a thing of the past as officers could simply look at passengers rather than subjecting them to invasive searches. These are only a few of the possibilities of this incredible technology that is bringing science fiction into the real world. Crazy shit. So it's got to start somewhere. You say it's not it impressive, does. but it's it not that impressive, somewhere. right? In the in the early stages, as it as it sits now, it's not that impressive. Just because I, you're seeing you're seeing outlines and you're seeing shadows. Now it does say um, they're developing new things there, um, where you're going to be able to kind of make out um, facial features. So it's not going to look like just a shadow of a person in front of you. It you're going to be able to say. Oh, that's um, you know, who the fuck ever, Co- cousin Jenny, or that's fucking Uncle Bob, or whatever. You're gonna be able to tell that's who. You just want to be able to tell who farted, don't you? And I, I think that would be very fucking awesome. Like I would get <laughs> a bionic eye strictly for that because I'd be like, I saw, it was Coops. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> watch it. I didn't watch the video, but I saw this thing somebody shared on Facebook. Of it was an actual university s- study, I think. Yeah, it was slow motion. Um, 
like high resolution, super slow motion video of people farting underwater and what it oh. looked like. Like the, with the bubbles? I didn't watch it. I Have you ever farted in the bathtub, Koopsik? You ever farted? I mean, who in the hasn't? Bath- I farted in the bathtub. I've done it before. I'm more manly. I do it in lakes. Here's the deal, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Or rivers. I was going to say something. I'm deciding against it. Again, yeah. we're going to have to. Yeah, again. So this is topic number two. I'm going to have to write this down um, that we're going to have to talk about off air because, yeah. yeah. Not for little ears. Nah, not really. Not really for anybody's ears except <laughs> yours, man. Like, I'm offensive okay. as hell. I really am, I think. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. So I am I am over here, and I am fresh out of stories, my friend. What do you I got? I got two more. All I right. got two more, and they both kind of deal with the end of the world. But this first one kind of deals with something that, not this particular plane, but you have some... Uh, I'll just read it. You'll see. (laughs) Mysterious doomsday plane circles over Denver for an hour. What? When an unidentified airplane circles over a major city for over an hour, it's cause for alarm. Yeah, you lose your shit. (laughs) When a plane appears to be a military aircraft nicknamed the doomsday plane, the alarm level rises. Oh, God. When the city is Denver, who, whose airport is rumored to hide mysterious underground bunkers, the alarm reaches conspiracy level. Okay. What was the doomsday plane doing over Denver? Wow. And I bring this up because you actually have a doomsday kind of plane in your area. We do indeed. We it do circles indeed. the base up there 24 hours a day. It's, it's really, really cool. There are two planes at Offutt Air so, Force Base. It's a con- continuity of government thing. Correct. So if something shit-tastic were to uh, hit the proverbial fan, uh, you would have the capability of running the country from said airplane. Um, and one of them, as I just stated, is always in the sky. So what happens is as one is landing, another is taking off. So literally there's... One in the air at all times. It's really impressive, honestly. I've seen it. You've pointed it out to me. Yeah, I asked yeah, you I what did. It was one time, and then I saw it a couple more times. It's pretty impressive. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, interesting. Stuff. Anyways, yeah, keep going. The strange white plane showed up high over Denver on the morning of November sixteenth. The clear skies allowed reportedly thousands of people to watch the four-engine plane and its contrails fly in a constant oval pattern for about an hour before flying away. As calls began to pour in to the police and the media, the flight was identified by the call sign Iron 99, and its current past path was able to be tracked using flight radar 22 that's a radar program that anybody can go put in a plane call sign and see where it's been okay it showed iron 99 originating on the west coast at travis air force base encircling over denver before leaving and landing at tinker air force base in oklahoma wow what flight radar 24 couldn't show was the purpose of iron 99 or even what type of plane it was 
Yeah. A Denver TV station reportedly contacted officials from the Federal Aviation Administration, the U.S. Northern Command, the U.S. Strategic Command, North American Aerospace Defense Command, Jeez. and dozen a dozen Air Force bases, and no one gave any answers. <laughs> A day later, Lieutenant Leslie Hubble, Assistant Public Affairs Officer for Commander Naval Air Forces, finally revealed that Iron 99 is a Navy E-6B Mercury. Yeah. And Iron 99 is a radio call sign for the VQ-3 Ironman Navy Aviation Squadron. Wow. The overall mission of the E-6B is command, control, and communications abilities to direct and employ strategic resources. Decent. It doesn't sound so bad, except those strategic resources are why it's nicknamed the Doomsday Plane. The sure. E-6B crews are responsible for coordinating the launches of nuclear missiles from ground bases and nuclear submarines. Fuck. What was the doomsday plane doing over Denver? That's classified, said Lieutenant Hubble. That doesn't make anyone feel better, especially after the recent election, and especially <laughs> because of the rumors surrounding Denver International Airport. Yeah, that's what I was just going to get into, man. So, Damn. yeah, they go into Denver there. We'll do a show on Denver at some point. That's a good I've idea. I've been in that airport. I have, too, many times. Um, yeah, but I just yeah, never but, really paid attention, apparently. So... Uh, Maybe they were testing something, Maybe. but if they were just moving it, why would they circle Denver, yeah. which is halfway in between for an hour? They would have more sense of purpose, I would think, instead of just kind of circling around and more or less lollygagging is what it looked it, like. You it know what could I mean? have been a test of some sort or a, a plan of some That's sort. That's a good point. Like, yeah. Or training of some sort. But why didn't they just say that it was training? They just said it was classified. Yeah, see, something something shady's going on there. Maybe we had a close call that we don't know about right now. See, and that's what I'm just wondering. I'm like, um, so what the fuck's going on? But though it, they would be able to fly away if they detected a bomb coming in to yeah. or a missile coming into Denver, but Denver's a major city that would probably get hit by a nuclear weapon. Oh, so fuck yeah, dude. I don't think it would be a city that they would want to be circling over when we're in all-out nuclear war. So that kind of goes against the training idea. Sure. Because why would they do that? Yeah, why would why they, would they right circle there? a major city like that? So crazy. Has anything big and newsworthy... Because when did this happen? You said it was the 16th Yes, last, just like five days ago. Was anything noteworthy and newsworthy going on at that time other than political shit? I'm not talking political shit. I'm talking things that would draw many eyes away. I can't think of anything. Right See, now. the thing is, is the. Do you know what I'm saying? This is a story, but I don't think it's a distraction. I don't think it's big enough to be a distraction from not something the, else. Right. Not the story itself. I'm saying, was there anything newsworthy going on that day, other than? I know? don't. I don't know. Okay, I'd have to look. Yeah, I, but nothing is springing to mind. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's very crazy. Any number of things. Sure. 
motherfucker. Am I still breaking up? No, you're not. Not since you switched back. It's really weird. So, I'm a little NASA upset. NASA and FEMA conduct asteroid strike war game simulation. What? All right. So, is this it's how we're going to die? <laughs> it's a, at some point, somebody will probably die this way. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. First, a massive Earth-ruining asteroid whizzed past us, past all of our detection systems and actually passed between the Earth and the Moon, prompting NASA to launch, launch inquiries into just how unprepared Earth actually is. Well, While defense, what? Of course we're unprepared. Yeah. Come on. While several defense and detection systems are in the works, we're still pretty defenseless until it we find a way to deflect or destroy incoming space missiles. Sure. To test just how badly an asteroid strike would ruin our television binge-watching schedules, <laughs> NASA and FEMA recently conducted a joint asteroid strike simulation similar to the war games conducted by armed forces. Okay. The results showed that, well... At least some people's fiery deaths would be painless. Oh, all right. Thomas Zerbuchen, Associate Administration Administrator for NASA's Science Mission Directorate in Washington, stated in a NASA press release that these simulations are necessary because the odds of us not getting hit by an asteroid aren't actually in our favor. It's not a matter of if, but when. We will deal with such a situation. But unlike any other time in our history, we now have the ability to respond to an impact threat through continued observations, predictions, response planning, and mitigation. Yeah. Yeah, respond by going on a looting and rioting rampage full of hedonism as our fiery doom larger in the skies before finally putting us all out of our misery. Hmm. Several governmental agencies were on hand for the simulation, including NASA, FEMA, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, the Department of Energy's National Laboratories, the U.S. Air Force, the California's Governor's Office of Emergency Services. The war game simulated the discovery of an asteroid between 300 and 800 feet, in size, whose chances of striking the Southwest continue or continental United States grows to 100% within months of its discovery. The event enabled NASA's Planetary Defense Coordinated Office to show emergency managers how to collect, analyze, and share data about Earth's impending doom. Damn. The event enables enabled NASA's Planetary Defense Coordinated Office to show emergency... Oh, that just repeated itself. <laughs> the JPL press release issued after the simulation didn't exactly disclose what types of scenarios were examined in the simulation, but did state the attendees were able to practice what type of information sharing would be necessary to brief the public ahead of such a strike and prevent misinformation. Sure. Says, goes on to say, I know the last thing I'd want ahead of a cataclysmic world-ending asteroid strike is misinformed media outlets. 
Oh, God. Let's hope they don't know something they don't want us to know. <laughs> yep. Good God. So, yeah, they, I mean, really, this was just a way to prepare people just, to tell us that we're going to die because yeah. they, they couldn't actually, you know, um, stop it Fuck from no. happening. Well, and that's just well, yeah, it. I mean, it's unprepared. Yeah, I would totally agree. Like, as you were saying, you know, as unprepared as they say we are, you know, it's like, how fucking prepared can you be? I guess it would kind of depend on the situation itself when it would present itself. You know what I mean? So if something large enough to take out the United States was headed our way, we would know. Well, uh, I'm just let's say and and we know and they get they tell us. Let's say where we live, we could drive to northern Canada, and I'm I'm guessing timeline. We could drive to northern Canada in 24 hours and be clear of the blast area, and we might not probably wouldn't die. Okay, but they only tell us 18 hours in advance. Would you try? Would you try to get up there, or would you stay where you were? No, I would absolutely try. I would absolutely try. I'm not suicidal. Man, like, just say, like, yeah, I would no, I would try, I would try. It goes to the, my question, uh, right? While a while back, would you rather? And maybe you won't die if you only get eighteen eighteen hours away. But would you rather die where you live, yeah, instantly with your family, or, or know that it was coming and have a, a little bit of extra time with your family? Yeah, I hear you. But your kids will be afraid. Well, that's just it. That's exactly what I was just thinking of. You got to think of the kids, man. That plays a huge part in it. I don't know. It's pretty fucked, though, isn't it? Pretty fucked. I don't know. It's probably on its way right now. I'm sure you're right. Obviously, something's on its way. I mean, it could be a hundred years from now and we can still say it's it's on its way. It's on its way, people. That's true. That's very true. All right. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to wrap up the show. You guys, I want you to uh, keep these uh, keep the text messages coming and the uh, the voicemails and things like that. Get a hold of us, 913-730-7255, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, at ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter, ectoplasmshow on Facebook, and ectoplasmshow.com. Dot com. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Rate and review us on iTunes. What up? <laughs> I got it that time, buddy. Did I lose you? Sell your sell oh. your blood. Donate. No, no don't okay. donate it. Go sell some blood and semen and send us the money. Can you sell blood? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> you could sell plasma. And you could sell the shit out of your out of your kidney. Uh, sell your, your kidney swimmers. and send us the money. Show us how much you love us. Oh, that would be nice. One day, Koopsik, you got tattoos, don't you? Nope. We're going to go get a tattoo. Oh, yeah? You and me, buddy. We're going to go get the Ectoplasm Show uh, tattooed on a wherever. Wherever you pick. You pick it, they'll stick it. You know what I'm saying? We're This is going to happen. This is going to happen. We're going to have Slimer 
somewhere on our arm. On the arm? Yeah, wherever. On your butt cheek. I don't give a shit where. We'll be in different rooms. It's fine. <laughs> I ain't going to rat you out. It's going to happen. It needs to happen. Can like, I do it black and white? I guess you wouldn't be able to see Slimer's details that much. You don't want to do yeah. We need to get we need to get the full on like green slimer on our arms. That's what we need. Don't you think? With with the rest of the logo or just him? Yeah, I think we should get the whole the whole damn thing. The ectoplasm show logo. Just boom, right there. I think that needs to happen. Don't you think? Definitely. Love it. Loving it. All right, cats. Well, we will uh, be talking to you very, very soon, bright and early on Friday morning. So keep trucking through the week. We'll talk to you very soon. Have a happy freaking Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. 